Waking up. Waking up. Start your day with the most laughs and your favorite country. Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Kelly, here we are this morning. We've been talking about having a very special guest who's about to join us on the radio. She is a WWE Hall of Famer. Y'all, welcome to the show, the one and only Trish Stratus. (laughs) Good morning, Trish. How are you this morning? morning. You doing all right this morning? I am doing good. Yes, it was a very glamorous um, introduction. And, oh. and it's really, it's, it's so, un, the unglamorous side on this side is like, I've just run around, dropped up one kid, going to drop off the second kid, got no voice this morning, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> Do you want to bust me out on the issue that I realized I had this morning? But like, I've waited 22 years to talk to you on the radio. And this morning, right when I have the chance, I get the heads up, hey, you can go ahead and call. And I realize that um, I can't make it happen this morning, Trish. Yeah, no, um, usually people are pretty, uh, they, they like that I'm Canadian, they know that I'm friendly, and things like that, but this morning, you guys over there, you were you, it wasn't a good thing, there was not a plus that I was Canadian, because you could not make an international call, right? Right, so the thing comes up to me and says, you do not have access to international calling, and I looked over at Kelly in here, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've waited 22 years to talk to Trish, and now I'm the guy who can't even call out, so then the message is, hey, can you call me, please? <laughs> <laughs> So. so it's okay. Well, this is going to be like a $25 interview. That'll be great. So oh, let's make it worth it. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I'll have to send you some money for that. Because uh, here's yeah. the deal. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is what's so cool about this for me is um, I know you don't have to do stuff like this. You're coming to Arkansas. You're doing Comic-Con this coming weekend in Little Rock, which uh, is a big deal every year. But uh, when I reached yeah. out to your team and uh, I was like, hey, I just want to try this. It's worth a shot. Let's see if Trish will do this. Uh, when you came through and said that you would do it, I'm sitting here going, Wow, that's cool because I know what it's like, you know, when you're, you know, you're a big time celebrity, you're a WWE Hall of Famer, actress, mom, all these different things. Uh, You're probably pulled in a million different directions. So what was it that made you decide you were going to take this one interview? I don't, you know, I don't know if it's, um, I I honestly, I like to promote when we're going places. I think it's important. I think a lot of the times we end up at these comic cons and, you know, it's fun because, Lita and I have been bitter enemies our whole career. Finally, we aligned after our careers were retired, and we, we formed this thing called team, the Team Bestie Tour. And so we do these tours. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I have no voice. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, the fact that we could... Um, and sometimes people go, oh, my God, I didn't know that they were there. So I thought, you know what? Just to, like, have the outreach to let our fans know that we're going to be in your town is, like, why not? And uh, to be honest, <clears throat> oh, my goodness, this is the worst voice I've ever had. <laughs> um <laughs> to remember um just like uh, i was done my pickups you know i was like i'm out anyway like literally that's the sarah she's my she handles all my media she yeah. goes you're just gonna be done your dropouts so you're gonna have you know you're gonna have that window what do you think and i was like yeah yes let's do it let's do it on the drive home so here we go <laughs> so comic-con this weekend you're gonna be there the way it looks on their website it looks like you're gonna be there all weekend is that right yeah, we're both there Saturday and Sunday, and we have a panel that we're going to be doing as well. And there's, of course, you can, you know, you come to the table, and like we just love it. Like for us to like get the opportunity after being retired for so long and having the support of the fans for so long, to just get the opportunity to like chat and like hear a memory that you had when we were there or something is so cool, um, you know. And then just you know, we do the photo ops as well. We could get those professional photos where we're working like I love it like we're going to do the prom photo or we're going to let's let's do the point you know it's super yeah. cute and um it's just great honestly these give us so much time to like really because t- you know a lot of WWE meet and greets you just like hammer through the crowd there's just so many people they don't have a chance to like you just like boom boom next next 
but these uh, this situation the way it's set up, we actually have the time to like really chat and like hang out with people, and it's really great. So, yeah, we always look forward to a night like I said, just the opportunity to like have more outreach, so you guys can be like, yo, any Team Bestie fans, you know, Trish and Lita are going to be there. Uh, is great. So, um, yeah, I, I'm super excited to come in uh, and meet everybody at, at Little Rock this, this weekend. So, again, you can find out more at ArkansasComicCon.com. It's happening at the State House Convention Center. Trish Stratus, WWE Hall of Famer, who might be my favorite uh, women's wrestler of all time. We won't really talk about that that much. Um, <laughs> but what's cool about this, Trish, is I think, you know, at this point in your career, because you kind of retired early when you really think about how long a lot of people uh, like to stay active. Uh, but at this point with uh, yeah. the women's revolution, I think you're hearing it from, uh, you know, the female athletes of today and you're hearing it from fans from 20 years ago and you're hearing it from young girls. You have impacted so many lives from your work with WWE. How does that feel? Do you feel that gratification now that you've had time to kind of slow down and take time off the road? Yeah, I think it's sort of, um, it has only sunk in in the last few years because, you know, when you're in the business at that time, you know, you're doing 300 days of the year. On, you're on the road like crazy. You don't really see what you're at this frenetic pace and you don't really see what you're creating. And at the time, you know, even, for example, the fact that Lita and I were main eventing Raw, which was, of course, epic. Yeah. At the time, we're just these young, you know, 28-year-old girls that just got this amazing opportunity. We knew it was, like, huge because, you know, it's the main event of Raw. But the impact of what it meant and what it could mean moving forward was, was lost on us at the time because we were just, you know, focused on, like, not doing crappy tonight, tonight <laughs> right. you know? Right. So, um, and of course, then you, we retire and, you know, you, and then you go back and then you have like, like a Charlotte Flair who says, Hey, I was sitting in the front row and I saw you guys do that. And that's what made me think, Oh my God, I can do this. You have someone like Natty Neidhart who, you know, had grew up with the hearts, grew up around wrestling, but never really thought that was something for her because there was no representation. There was no females really do, you know, doing, doing it to the point where she thought I can do that too. And so she's seeing us in the main event, you know, she's said in many interviews that, and she said it to me and Amy, um, she said, I looked at that and was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is for me. I can do this. And so um, I recently got inducted into a hall of fame and I had to put a speech together and I was doing the typical thank yous and everything. And then I realized like the greater message of like what my career means was really just you know, I fought so hard for um, representation out there, right? Just to go out there. And, and, and I think there's like a big thing of like, if you can see it, you know, you can be it. And so for the females, if she can see it, if she can be it, it was really important what we were doing to like go out there, represent and just be, uh, you know, visual and be a role model for these women. And now, you know, like you said, like you mentioned, I mean, there's main events for women is not, not that it's not a big deal, but it's, it's, it happens now oh, and, yeah. and often. So it's a good thing and it's very humbling and very, you know, very, we're very proud of what we did and it makes us look back and, and, you know, just be, uh, you know, just happy about our body of work and just, you know, gratified for what we got, we went through and everything, all the blood, sweat and tears was worth it at the end of the day. Trish Stratus joins us this morning. She's at the Arkansas comic con this weekend. I want to talk real quick about that journey because, uh, the first time I saw you was, uh, I guess it was on Sunday night heat way back in the days, 20 something over 20 years ago. Uh, and, you know, we had yeah. heard, uh, you know, you read back then uh, in the wrestling sheets that there's this fitness model who's about to be signed to, uh, at the time, WWF. And we see the debut and it seemed like, you know, your debut was very much, hey, let's make her a diva, you know, like like Sable, yeah. like Sunny. And and all of a sudden, you know, you started like that and you were the manager diva. And then it was like, boom, you wanted to flip the whole script and you started training. What was it in your mind that made you say, hey, I want to do this because there weren't many women who were actively wrestling at that point. Yeah, I think it was just knowing that I could do it. I mean, I knew 
um, I had gone in, uh, you know, initially I hadn't heard a phone call back from WWE. Like, then what had happened was that the WCW, WWF at the time, they were making that switch. There was some like, you know, brass that was kind of leaving and going to the other company. Mm-hmm. And so my, 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 my press kit never made it to the right desk at that during that little phase, but it was good. It was almost a blessing in, in disguise because when I didn't get a call initially when, and, you know, making initial contact and not getting a call right away, it made me think, let me prepare the best possible package. Yeah. So I went out on my own and like started training. I found the gym that Edge trained out of, and I was the only you know female there. And I had to really prove myself. Like even you know Ron Hutchison, who's my trainer, like he really had to be like, you know, who's this blonde girl that thinks she's gonna come in here and right. bust into the wrestling world, right? And then I just got in there, and he kind of was like, I'll show her in a way, like this is what it's about, because he was you know old school wrestler. And so I got in there with the guys, and I learned to wrestle, and I did that for a few months. And so when I did get the call from you know Jim Ross to come to uh, Titan Towers and got to sit down with him he's like you know the, the job is physical and I said oh yeah I've been I've been training for a few months and I think really feel like that's what like allowed him to be like I'm gonna I'm gonna sign to a stratus you know um and then so being in there and just you know very eager to work and, and and then so what we would get into the buildings early and I would just get in there with like William Regal and, and Lance Storm and Fit Finley and I would just wrestle uh, you know before the doors opened up and like so people saw that and they saw the progress happening. And so um, I just I just knew I can do this. And I thought there's no reason why we can't, you know, do what the guys are doing and really just like kick down the preconceived notion of what a female can do in this business. And so I think it was like a it was like a little mission. I mean, very under the radar because no one really knew it was a mission. But Fit Finley and I were like, when we get the chance to have a fight, let's not fight like a girl. Let's not have like these, you know, cat fights and these things that are typical that you see. Yeah. I'm going to throw a punch. I'm going to fight like a guy. Yeah. And it'll be people won't notice at first. But eventually they did. And, you know, they eventually noticed. And then things started like, and that's what it just happened. I feel like we flew in under the radar. And then the fans are the ones who really started to notice the shift. And then we got a little, like, when the fans are into it, then the, you know, then the behind the scenes, they have to respond, right? They're really good about, like, sort of having their finger on the pulse of the fans. And they they were interested in seeing the girls wrestle. And so we just got more opportunities. And then it was up to us to just really kill it out there and show and prove, you know, prove it every time we went out there uh, that we could, that we belonged, I guess you could say. So when you look back on that, though, like, you know, fit from fitness model to professional wrestler, uh, were you a wrestling fan growing up or was this something you saw because the Attitude Era got hot and all of a sudden, uh, you know, there was a lot of money to be made in wrestling? How did that look for you? No, I was I was a fan growing up. Um, like I said, I like I mean, I was a tomboy. I grew up with my boy cousins. I wanted to like I played all the sports. It was just I went to Maple Leaf Gardens, you know, Toronto. It was a big hotbed for wrestling. Yep. So I went to Maple Leaf Gardens as a kid. And we just, it was around us all the time when we were kids. So I was a fan. And, you know, and it's funny because even growing up, my husband and I, like, we've been together since we were 17 years old. You know, we actually, we did, like, trips. Our first trips were, like, we went to Florida, but we went to, like, Monday night, you know, or we went to Nitro, actually. Right. Time. And it was, like, it was around a wrestling event. You know, that was how we booked the, the, the trip. But at the time, I remember being a female not many female wrestling fans, right? So when I did find another female that was wrestling, I'm like, oh, you're a wrestling fan too? Because it was far and few between. Um, and then, uh, but I never saw it as something that I could do, right? I never looked and said, I could do this because there wasn't that representation out there. Um, and so it just was like a right place, right time thing where like, at the, you know, because at the time, I mean, listen, I did not do the indies. I, did, I came up very in a non-traditional way right. because I wasn't doing the indies and things like that coming up the minor league, so to speak. Um, I, it was right place, right time. I met Michael Hayes. He knew me from the fitness stuff. He's like, you'd be a great look, you know, and, and again, a look for wrestling, right? So that yeah. aesthetically I would fit into wrestling, but little did they know, I was like, well, I can bring this athletic background as well. And then luckily I got the chance to show, showcase it. I think it's cool. You mentioned Michael Hayes because 
Uh, I was a kid in Dallas, and I got involved in, in the Global Wrestling Federation on ESPN. And then toward the end of that run, I had the chance to meet Michael Hayes, uh, kind of in between his runs with WCW and, uh, at the time, WWF. And Michael kind of took me under his wing a- as well in the, uh, in the late 90s. And I had the chance to be around him and really learn from him. Uh, but reflecting back from Michael just for a second, we mentioned kind of your start as a wrestling fan. I started uh, in Texas as a huge wrestling fan of Kerry Von Erich. The Texas Tornado and okay, the yeah. WWF. Who was your favorite as a kid? Oh, Macho Man was my favorite. He was guy for me. Like just that, like perfect balance of athleticism and showmanship. It was just for me that was everything. And you know, I I sort of saw, saw him um, as a kid, and then for me, The Rock watching him, mm-hmm. that perfect balance of athleticism and, and showmanship. And then for me, like I like, <clears throat> I'll never forget that Rock literally said that to me. He says you could be the female version of the rock. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, for him to say that, I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to be, how about that? You know? And so that's what I feel like I tried to bring was that perfect, you know, mix of athleticism, do my thing in the ring and always make sure that that was solid first and foremost, because at the end of the day, this is a wrestling business, but of course, bring that showmanship and like, you know, the sports entertainer of it all. And, and uh, you know, and that's what, you, you know, I, that's sort of, I feel like what sets everyone apart is that element, right? It's like when you bring that element, it kind of sets you apart. But yeah, Macho Man for me was everything. Yeah. Well, I think it's so neat to look at, at what you were able to do and, and, you know, basically where you sit now, because, you know, you were, in my opinion, the top female in the industry at the time when the industry was its hottest. Uh, so we reflect now and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all the things that you were able to do when wrestling, in my opinion, was at its peak. But then all of a sudden, you know, we hear that Trish Stratus is going gonna, is gonna to wind, uh, wind down the career. And it seemed like there was, there was so much left for you uh, as far as time, as far as age. Why did you decide that it was time to go ahead and, you know, get off the road and, and retire from WWE? I just, you know, I mean, there's a number of things. Like, number one, looking at the landscape, I felt like I'd worked with everyone that was available, right? Like there was only a limited amount of women that actually could wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, they were starting to bring in the diva thing. And I don't know if I saw the shift happening, but I was like, not interested, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> although we could have probably, you know, <clears throat> kept the, the wrestling side of things, I had really worked with everyone I wanted to work at that, at that point. I had achieved, you know, I was a, a five-time champion at the time, which hadn't been done before. I really had clicked all my boxes and I felt like I was like, I felt fulfilled with my career. I felt really good about it. I felt like 30 was the right age to kind of like move on because I knew there, there was a second phase for me. I knew that like, you know, I mean, with the yoga, I fell in love with the yoga. I didn't know at the time, but, you know, I ended up having a whole career in yoga and opening a studio and, you know, having that entrepreneurial side of me come out. But I mean, my mom was diagnosed with um, Hodgkin's lymphoma at the time. And I just, it was like all the signs were pointing. It's time, you know, and it was like to go home and be home with my mom during that time was obviously more important than anything um, at that very moment. So I made that decision and then Vince made the very cool call to have my final match be in Toronto. And, and that's what we did. So it was just felt like the right time. Stratosphere yoga. We've actually tweeted years ago, back and forth about this. How important do you think yoga is in overall physical health, especially as we get older? Oh, it's uh, so important. I mean, it's like, it's really, it's, it's a funny thing. Like on Twitter, when I post a picture, be like, oh my God, she's like fine wine. She doesn't age. <laughs> and literally, every time they want to say like, what I'm like, besides saying it's really good lighting here, but um, right. I'll say <laughs> yoga, like <laughs> it really is yoga. It has like, it's, it's uh, as a wrestler, what it did for me was fantastic. Um, I feel like it made me be like on my second half of my career. I was once I had yoga in my life, more agile than ever, better recovery time just better, uh, you know, able to handle the craziness of the road. Like it just benefits in so many areas, physically, mentally, spiritually is a whole nother thing. I'm not going to get esoteric about that on the air right now, but, um, <laughs> you know, just, it did so much for me as a career, 
getting out of wrestling. It did so much for me, like during an infertility battle. Um, and, and just like, you know, and then growing older, like, I mean, I, I have no nagging injuries. It's yeah. just every, it keeps my spine supple. It keeps, it's just amazing. Like, it really is like, and it's almost like, you're like, what are you doing? Like, I have this big secret. I'm like, by the way, if you do like try to get in 45 minutes of yoga, I promise you it'll be, it'll make a difference, you know? So especially getting older and trying to like, you know, keep it all together, hang out with the, with the youthful ones. Sure. It's, uh, yeah. And I'm talking about my kids, you know, I got to run around with my kids. I have a five-year-old and eight-year-old and. Um, yeah, it's important to like maintain and my, you know, youth with them even, you know, so, um, yeah, yoga is part of my life. It'll never not be a part of my life. I love it. And, and, and if anyone wants to know my secret, there you go. It is now officially out. Uh, you guys can tell the world, <laughs> Kelly and Brandon got the secret. <laughs> so can people still go and, and buy the yoga stuff and, and have you as their personal trainer in their home? Yeah. Um, but we do sell the yoga equipment, you know, stressforyoga.com. I have my DVD line, which you can work out with me one-on-one yep. with you, with you, with a DVD. If you have a DVD player or, or uh, you know, you can put that somewhere. Um, and we will be releasing it digitally, actually, um, something that we're talking about doing. So that'll be something a whole nother level, but. Yeah, that's um, it's been great to just keep the yoga in, and it's been cool to see the yoga, like to see wrestling fans kind of transfer into yoga fans. It's been really neat to see that happen. Well, I think I'm 45, so flexibility is something I start to think about at this point in my life because you know, for a lot of guys, we're like, hey, we want to lift weights and we want to be strong and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden you're you know 45, 50 years old and you can't bend over. So I think it's important yeah. to think about the flexibility. A couple more things, then yeah. we'll let you go. We know you're busy. Uh, do you think you're in the best shape now of your entire life? Um, well. I do actually. I, it's kind of crazy. Like I don't know. I, you know, I always had this thing, especially as a fitness model, when I was starting out. You know, I had a certain look to me, and I remember seeing the older fitness models, like a Marla Duncan or like an Amy Fadley, and they were just thought I was like, ah, I just, you know, I remember thinking there's something about the way they look, and you know, it, it, there's nothing you can do at, at at 22 years old. I was not able to have that look because they'd at that point been working out for 10 years straight. Right. So now, you know, if I think about it, I have been I've been really hitting the gym for. 20 years and doing the yoga on top of it. So, um, yeah, is there something about a muscle maturity that, um, you know, and then my body, um, it's just a maintenance thing at this point where I just, I really have been working out for 20 years, you know? So, um, you know, I have my off, like we went to Disney last week, we're in Florida. We had like, you know, the little family trip and yes, I had, you know, the, the treats and I did whatever. And then, uh, I came back and got back on track and it's amazing how everything just kind of fits back into place, you know? And, um, I really just think like having a good clean diet, having that regular yoga in my life, um, has really made a difference. And yeah, it's it's all added up nicely to this uh, point in my life, I have to say. (laughs) So Arkansas Comic-Con is happening this weekend. Uh, I saw a deal that you guys are going to have Funko Pops, trishpop.com. Uh, is this something that people can go and and start to purchase now? And and when the Funko is ready, have Trish Stratus, the Funko, coming home? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I had a Funko Pop uh, release my first one like a couple years ago, and that went crazy. I can't believe the Funko Pop culture is insane, right? Like people love, they just, they need their hands on these things. And so that was an amazing response. Um, and then, yeah, I actually worked with Funko. They love the, like, because we worked with them really directly. And my fans were, you know, demanding them. And we sell them directly through my own uh, my own outlet. Uh, my shop and um, they contacted me. We did our own custom Trish figure. So I did the diamond figure. She, I, I chose the the gear that sort of represented that era where the girls were just, I guess we call it the golden era where we were kind of just doing our thing. And it's sort of like the pink and the fuchsia um, and the black. And we, I made this outfit on her. We did her diamond. Uh, she's like head to toe diamond. So she's a diamond edition and she's going to be shipping in a couple weeks. So we're doing pre-orders right now and it's been like a huge response, but we're only selling them at my shop. So trishpop.com. Um, they'll only be available there. So it's pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. Again, trishpop.com and Arkansas Comic-Con, which happens this weekend 
in Little Rock. Trish Stratus and Lita are going to be uh, and Lita are going to be there at the State House Convention Center. It's on Saturday and Sunday. And Trish, we appreciate your time this morning uh, very much. It's been nice to chat with you. And uh, best of luck when you come to Arkansas this weekend with Comic Con. Thank you so much, Brandon. You know what? I have a movie coming out at the end of the year. It's a Christmas movie. How about we chat again when it's released, and we can talk more about that then. We'll have a little thing. It'll be like a, a regular thing, the Brandon and Kelly Trish show. Yeah. <laughs> Would love to. And, hey, I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of guys, a lot of wrestlers who do podcasts. I mean, where's the Trish yeah. Stratus podcast? I mean, come on now. You know, I've been asked to do, I, I, even Serious Canada had approached me to do one. I just don't, honestly, I don't have the time. I'm so busy with my, between my mom duties and running my business and doing the Trish Stratus duties like these, um, you know, autograph signings and things like that. I, I literally have not a moment. And, and sometimes I don't even have time to sleep, Brandon, as you can tell by my voice. Um, so, you know, I think uh, maybe after, I don't know, I get some sleep, maybe I'll start a podcast. <laughs> there we go. And until we have the Trish Stratus podcast, you can check her out with me and Kelly here randomly on there random occasions. Hey, great chatting with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got to connect over after all these years. Yep, for sure. So am I. Trish Stratus joins us this morning right here on Arkansas's Morning Show.